This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Yes, yes, welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Coming up on today's show, life, love and loss in a coaching family. The story of Blake and Wendy Anderson as they face a different opponent in breast cancer. We also dive into the weekend's action and headlines. We've been getting a lot of love on the show and I'm truly grateful for everyone involved behind the scenes for helping me use this platform to spread the word on health, fitness, sports and lifestyle this show wouldn't be anything without you guys remember if you like our show share it and if it's good enough to share it review it we are grateful for all the love shown shout outs to our regular half timers tuned into the instagram live too shout out to the life of Tarek muhammad al balushi risa uh, as well and happy saudi national day too stay tuned for more on pulse 95 This is the Halftime Show with Omar al on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar al I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Shout out to the football boys, Mohamed El-Balushi. Shout out to Janae. Shout out to Saad. Team Angel Wolf is in the building as well. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for tuning on Instagram Live. And if you are with us on the radio, we've got a jam-packed uh, show for you today. Now ever thought about living the life of a coach now living in the shoes of a coach cannot be as predictable as you think now being a coach has many responsibilities and amongst it is looking after a team amongst it is managing everything that comes with a team and amongst it is doing what's best for the team and putting yourself aside for the team or what do i mean by putting yourself aside it means not letting your ego get in the way It means having a clear perspective on what's important for the development process, for the results, for the distractions, for your philosophy and for your vision. Now, you have now you may have not seen this, but sometimes things are misinterpreted, misunderstood and miscommunicated. So it's not always in the same light, same passion or same belief as the coach. And sometimes coaches call their sport their first true love deep, right? Well, if you love something so much and go into it every day religiously, religiously, striving to do better, isn't that love? Isn't that pure love? Now, when you choose to be a coach or take up a job as a coach in life or sports, you kind of feel married to that sport. Now, if you really love it, you face defeats and disappointments, knockdowns, you name it. You get up and you try and tackle it the next day with a fresh approach to solve and not to revenge the defeat. Notice I use the word solve and not revenge. The point I'm making is victory tastes so much sweeter when you actually tasted some defeat. Now, for many reasons upon which as a coach, you are humbled, you're brought back down to earth, schooled sometimes, or even just unlucky on the day. Now, I've been in locker rooms where we were outplayed, but it hurts more when you're outfought or outworked. Now, hard work is something installed in the DNA of a team all around the world because as my father once said there's always going to be someone stronger faster and more powerful than you Omar and working hard is something open to everyone and everyone has the chance to outwork the next person athlete or team Now that's all through the eyes of a coach but who coaches the coach what kind of support system enables the coach to use his platform to do his thing who let's say where do coaches get their inspiration from 
Where, where's that drive coming from? If you don't get the support from your family to follow your dream or aspirations as a coach, when you get a little bit older, <coughs> 35, you're able to create your own support system, aka your family. Shout out to Maria and Mama Dury who are probably tuned in. Um, when it comes to coaching, there is a tricky part in the whole process. And that's sometimes when to control the team, when to nurture the team, and when to allow the team to develop and make its own mistakes to progress. And that's all part of the process and journey that you hear about all the time. But coaches out there, I want to hear from you. What motivates you to do your job? And would you consider your job or sport as your first love? Text us on 4215, or do or slide into our DMs at Omar Alduri or Pulse95 Radio. We've got a lot to talk about today. And next, I'm going to be highlighting a coach who may have lost his wife to cancer, but her legacy lives on amongst the community in Arkansas as they hold it together and unite for the love of the game. Stay tuned on to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. More coming up next on Pulse95. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Now, if you are tuned in to uh, our Instagram live, shout out to uh, Muhammad Al-Bulushi and Amna. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, plenty to talk about uh, on the Halftime Show today. I actually have a story that I want to share with you guys. It's um, based on uh, a coach in Arkansas in the US, an American football coach. Um, now, if you're just tuning in and, and want to catch up on our shows here at Pulse95, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Just type in The Halftime Show or Omar Dury, and it's like we never left each other. Um, Blake Anderson is the head coach of Arkansas State in the U.S. for American football. In the first segment, I spoke a lot about the responsibilities of a coach uh, when uh, he looks after his team and what he has to do and the roles and responsibility that he has. Now, my question was... Who supports the coach? Uh, often for those people that have been coached by people or who are coaches themselves, you've often had a support system. Now, what is that support system? For um, Blake Anderson, his wife was his support system. Now, Wendy Anderson lost her battle with breast cancer on August the 19th. On Saturday, the 14th of September, uh, coach Blake Anderson returned back for his first game only to be embraced by thousands of Georgia fans who wore pink to the game to honor his wife, Wendy, for breast cancer. Now imagine you've just lost your wife, uh, and uh, you go back to work. And when you go back to work, the opposing fans are all wearing the pink colors to commemorate your wife. Now here's a clip uh, from Blake Anderson's story. Let me know what you think of it. It's pretty awesome. Here you go. All right, before we get to film, I think I got to get something off my chest. I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. I do not want you to leap the pressure of having to win a game for my wife or for me. You could not win enough games to make me love you anymore. You could, you could lose every game this season, and I would still love you just as much, and so would she. This is not about wins and losses. It took a good week for me to realize she's not coming back in. She's gone. And when you realize that, you lay down and you cry for a while because you're not ready for it to be there. I could hear her telling me, you need to get back to the guys. You need to get back to the family. You need to get back to what you love. Life's got to continue. Every win we've ever had, I want to celebrate with her. Every loss, she was the one that got me through it. 
it hit home really quick. She's not gonna be there. You're gonna have to figure this one out on your own. Wow, goosebumps. Uh, I love that kind of stuff. When when sports shows appreciation, takes time out to show its, uh, its humanitarian side, especially as a coach. It's pretty amazing. Uh, this story was more than just sport. It was about someone who fought her whole life. Um, Wendy Anderson, uh, wife of Blake Anderson, a coach in the US, uh, fought breast cancer and by 2017 she was actually cancer free, having gone through um, treatment. Um, whew, a year later, uh, the cancer returned and by January 2019, Wendy was fighting five tumors, one pressing against her brain. Now it would be easy to think that with an experience like that, you know, and it would be all about the loss, but it's not. It's actually about the living. The moral of the story is the way uh, Coach Blake Anderson uh, rationalizes it to himself is the cost of his wife has touched so many lives. And 19 days after her death, uh, Coach Blake walked into a team meeting unannounced and the reaction and love he got from his team, his players were unbelievable. Now, I, I had a tear in my eye when I saw that because for me, there's, there's nothing like the support and love of your own team, you know, your second family, especially when, um, when they show appreciation, you know. Um, I've had to leave a few teams in the past and, you know, not expecting anything back. The reaction and the response I got was, was overwhelming. And, and this segment is dedicated to the families who are affected by breast cancer. And for those still fighting it, stay strong and inshallah, all will be fine soon. Uh, what do you guys think of the story of Blake Anderson? And coaches out there, what motivates you and gets you to strive um, to do more? Text us on 4215 or do uh, or slide into our DMs at Omar Duri or at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up next... The sports headlines from the Rugby World Cup, the game of the weekend, which we highlighted on Saturday, and the 8-0 hiding Watford took from Manchester City on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Now, if you're just tuning in, we are talking about the art of coaching the American football coach who faced a different opponent with his wife's breast cancer. Shout out to everyone going through that. Now on the show, you know we normally like to tackle things from a different perspective. We're not shy to tackle topics such as mental health, racism and nutrition. And yesterday I was listening to Yellow Home with Big Hass and Anna Schofield and I love the fact that the segment they were talking about had, a, had, a, had a, an element of how much people sacrifice and how sacrifice plays such an integral role in parenthood and family. And all of, all of us go through that in some form or another. But what I loved about their show, remember their show is weekdays 5 to 8. Um, it plays such an integral part in coaching. And as you make sacrifices for your team, you take responsibilities and do things selflessly. Um, and shout out to everyone here at the studio as well. Shout out to Ray and Aisha uh, who are in the studio doing their thing. And Summer as well. Um, but we got a lot of things happening in the sports world at the moment. And talking about uh, character... In the Rugby World Cup, New Zealand returned to the top of the world uh, men's rankings after beating South Africa 23-13 at the International Stadium, uh, Yokohama. Now, our lovely Anna Schofield was reporting from a pool of South African fans here in the UAE. So shout out to uh, Richard as well, 
Uh, the All Blacks maintain their, their proud record as the only nation to win every pool match at Rugby's showpiece event, which lifted them above Ireland, who kicked off their campaign with a 27-3 defeat uh, of Scotland at the same stadium a day earlier. Now, South Africa's defeat has seen them drop below Wales into fifth, with Scotland falling 1-8 to after their defeat and France's nail-biting 23-21 defeat of Argentina at the Tokyo Stadium on Saturday. Host Japan equal their highest ever ranking of ninth. Now the Brave Blossoms' 30-10 win over Russia in the opening match did not affect their rating, but Fiji's 39-21 loss to Australia was enough to drop them below Japan. Now there's something about Japan which as hosts add such a different flavour to this competition. And if you tuned in a month ago, we were, we were speaking to Grant Goes, who's an avid uh, rugby fan, and he was telling us also that this World Cup would be unreal. Uh, definitely a place on my bucket list to visit as it has so much culture and tradition and it's, it's a very cool place you know shout out to japan anyone from japan listening as well um on the on the weekend news though i think one certain person stole the show and that was pep guardiola and his manchester city team oh my god we was watching this with my wife shout out to maria in the first 17 minutes we saw five goals go in when Manchester City played Watford. The game ended 8-0, but this is what uh, Pep had to say about taking it easy on his opponents. I don't believe in the, in the physical condition. I don't believe in that. So physical condition for himself don't exist from my point of view. So the mind is control everything. The, what do you have to do on the pitch when you have the ball, when you don't have the ball? How you defend the set pieces and many many circumstances is not about the physical. So they are young, they train every day. We take care of them. Very impossible in terms of the physios, the the older departments that we have. Uh, for absolutely everything for them. So I, I don't believe in that. So why the first half was slow and the second half we were uh, so quick and were so aggressive? You know, it could be the opposite. So, when you are tired, it's always mental approach. And that was Pep Guardiola following the uh, the eight nil demolition when he was asked about resting his players after five nil. I mean, he really is staying his. Uh, it's it's been controversial with Pep Guardiola because even till this day, I still feel you know fans get on his back and say he's not the best coach out there. I, I honestly struggle to find a better coach currently out there. I know people might say Klopp uh, is up there, uh, but Pep Guardiola is in a league of his own. Uh, if you tuned in on Saturday, we spoke about the game of the weekends and we had a couple of, uh, of options. One of them was Inter Milan. And Inter Milan stamped their first imprint on their rivals in the Milan derby with Romelu Lukaku getting on the score sheet again. To make it 2-0. Now, as long as he keeps scoring and Conte keeps motivating him, that might actually work, you know. Uh, business as usual for Liverpool, despite VAR playing another role in the headlines this weekend. Liverpool managed to beat Chelsea 2-1 to keep the 100% record in the league. Can anyone stop them this year? Five points clear of Manchester City and possibly an indication of where their priorities are at. Chelsea weren't that far off, especially with Kante and Mason Mount. Returning to the side, Kante again, uh, proving that you know he can do it in the final third as well as obviously the, the first third of the pitch. The shock result of the weekend probably hands down goes to Barcelona. Barcelona fans won't thank me for doing this, but 
Losing to 2 0 to Granada is the shock of the weekend. Now, what is going on with Barcelona? Barca fans, what is it that you think needs to be done? Seven points out of five games and eighth in the table is not good enough for Barcelona. Obviously, Messi returning back, but surely with all the other players, you know, should be accountable for, for the results that's been, uh, been happening. Valverde definitely under pressure, uh, you know, at the new camp. Manchester United fans. Now, we covered... We covered a segment on United before we kick off the season, highlighting their their system, their backroom staff and the direction. What's gone wrong for them? What will it take to change things around? Is it a new manager? Is it new players? Is it a new chairman? Shout out to Nadine, who made some good comments about Manchester United as an institution and where where they are at at the moment. Players like Marcus Rashford, who's undoubtedly an incredible talent. But when does that potential turn to development? And whether staying at Manchester United is best for his career? Football doesn't last forever, you know. And how many times have we seen players with crazy talent not reaching the heights we build for them as giants? Plenty, plenty of that coming in in, in, uh, in the English game especially with players that we've seen over the past, your Theo Walcotts, uh, and now even now your Marcus Rashfords, your Lingards, um, Phil Foden at Manchester City. Do you have to travel uh, abroad to do so? And someone asked me earlier, what advice would you give to Marcus Rashford? And I said, go to Germany. Why? Because you have time to develop. Um, you can be nurtured as a player. And I spoke to Coach Tarek as well earlier, who was talking about coaching. And one of the things we spoke about was the difference between controlling a player and nurturing a player. Now, Wayne Rooney was controlled at some point and told to reduce his temper, but he was never the same player. But see, if he was nurtured where you use his temper at the right times, you get the best Wayne Rooney possible. And that was obviously at his high points in, in Manchester United. But coming up next, we answer your questions, smash out some shout outs as well. And what's coming up this week on Pulse95 in the heart of Sharjah on the Halftime Show with me, Omar Duri. Stay tuned for more on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Al Duri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, nice. Let's get ready to rumble! Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Now, if you're just tuning in, where have you been? Shout out to Risa, who's tuned in, Mohammed Al Belushi. And shout out to um, a certain uh, Big Hass, who's just entered the building in his Saudi. Uh, his Saudi gear. Happy Saudi National Day to everyone, guys, uh, tuned in. Remember, this show would be nothing without you guys. Now, a couple of questions and answers that have come in uh, for you guys. The question I had was, um, what what did you make of Emre's approach to play out the back? Now, for me, I don't think he has the personnel to do so. Shout out to Sam for that question. I don't think he has the personnel to do so. However, if it was up to me, I would reverse the people who are in the box following the new law that's come out. So the new law that's come out is you can actually receive the ball in the box from a goal kick. Now, if Bird Leno uh, had the ball and wants to distribute out, I would personally have Jacka and Torreya or Jacka and Guendouzi in the box 
and have Socrates and Louise on the edge of the box to defend anyone from coming in. That would be just my my personal adjustment because the ball goes out to the wing backs anyway who aren't really that good at defending but more better attacking. So if the ball went out to those two, the passes are more likely to get to their destinations rather than you know what we have already um which has been kind of testing although they yesterday they didn't do too much of that um i also got a question from sarah uh who says i heard your analysis on henderson and kante playing different roles over the weekend do you think that sari was that smart or just lucky at chelsea uh sarah thank you very much for your question um i would like to think that sari you know was quite hard done by in terms of his style of coaching you know you often hear the, the term Sari ball, which is um, mentioned a lot, you know, in, in, in football. But I think I thought he did a really good job at Chelsea. I, I thought he was quite, you know, hard done by in the way he was treated. Um, yeah, the whole point, if you guys were tuning on Saturday, what I did say was you can uh, use Kante and Henderson higher up on the pitch to do the roles they were doing defensively which means pressing higher up which means it's closer distance to distribute the ball to your Mohamed Salahs and uh, you know and your uh, Tammy Abraham's Mason Mount and they will have more fun in the final third rather than making the distance so that was that in fantasy football league Arij uh, you are still top of the league with Herrero Rochas on 379 points uh, on the Pulse 95 radio uh, fantasy football group so shout out to Arij uh, I'm coming though Arij I'm telling you I'm very close hopefully you know I can catch up to you because so far you've been dominant all season um, ha- happy national day to the president Big Hass who's entered the building he's there with uh, he's going to be on Yellow Home later 5 to he's coming in the full traditional kit so mad shout out to him and also the voice Aisha Al-Mazmi and how can we forget Ray as well who does a lot behind the scenes shout out to you guys um, guys remember this show would be nothing without you guys uh, we are reaching full time on the halftime show remember I'm with you guys on Mondays Wednesdays and Saturdays 3 to 4 I like to get different guests on so I've got some good stuff coming up with you with, for you guys it's full time on the halftime show with me Omar Duri sending you all the love energy hope you enjoyed the show Stay tuned for more on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.